0: hello 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 and welcome back to yet another episode of electricpreneur secrets the electricians podcast and this is episode 243 and it's you know so many into our million dollar launch series by now we're making some serious traction here um this one is no exception why you need office leverage now don't wait do it now uh (laughs) i'm your host clay newmeyer with me as always my esteemed co-host joseph lucani we are the electricpreneurs a couple of master electricians with business addictions who are insane insanely consistent about showing up here five days a week to help you master your sales simplify your pricing and deliver premium level service welcome to our daily freemium coach call where you get to sit back relax take the knowledge, take everything we give. In fact, just promise to take action and report your wins back to us so we know how it's working for you. Joe, how are you doing today, my
1: brother? I gotta admit, I don't even know to bring it up or not, but it's it's so funny because when you started and you're like, you know, do it, do it now. Is there anyone else in the audience that was like, this could be a great Schwarzenegger quote and we're not doing it? Like, come on, (laughs) do it, do it now. (laughs) Get in the chopper.
0: We don't have a chopper yet, but I am definitely committed to doing it now. Present, not perfect. We just had a laugh about it, actually, because despite it being 243 episodes, I still am committed to this tongue twister of an introduction that we just like to do custom. We could record it. I don't know why we don't just hit a button and make it automatic, but there's something raw and real about just showing up, being your best today, and trying to lead that movement in that way. So, I don't know,
1: man. It just... We just show up. We got rid of the fancy shit. And we just show up. We just do it. I know. And I love it because at the same time, it's I enjoy that people can see that we're doing this completely mm-hmm. raw and it's not something that's scripted or planned or anything. It just, I like being our most authentic selves with people. And I'm so honored that I get to do it with you every single day.
0: I appreciate that, man. I feel the same way. Nice heartfelt mm. moment to get us started because we're going to hurt some feelings today. Oh. This This one always does. The topic yeah. of the CSR, how important that position is and why you, Mr. Master Electrician, need to put the fucking roll away, build some processes around it and delegate this thing. In fact, mm-hmm. if you were following our law of open cycles, you would know that these things that are left undone are the vampires of your livelihood. There's really mm-hmm. only three things we can do with this open cycle list of all the things that aren't getting done in your world. One, you're going to prioritize them. Two, you're going to delegate them. And three, you're going to cut them out. And most of this office and basic organic marketing and follow-up and answering the phones, most of this stuff
1: can't be Mm -hmm. cut, Joe. And it shouldn't be done by you either. That's the hard part that I think people are going to have a hard time swallowing. Because, I mean, I've been there. I get it. Like when you're so used to bootstrapping everything, it just seems to make logical sense that like, oh, I'll just do that as well. But where people don't realize is that if you were to hire an office admin, the amount of me- mental equity you get to repurchase for yourself is exponentially more than any other position you hire. Mm. So much so that you'll notice an immediate improvement to the service you provide to your customers just to not have an answer to the phone. Not even talking about, oh, this person will get the permits for me. This person will ensure the customer is followed up with. This person will handle rescheduling. It's like, no, not all that. Just knowing that all these things are in place, you're going to know that you'll be able to communicate a better level of service to your client.
0: Love it, man. Great start. We're coming in with passion, with some fire. Let's do something unique on this one. All right, go for it. What you got? Let's actually present the top three problems that we hear around why They can't hire a CSR slash office manager. And then let's (laughs) logic through it sequentially in like flowchart fashion to Hmm. absolutely obliterate all objections to it. I'm totally down with that. Let's make it happen. Okay, top three. Uh, Number one, I don't have an office or I work from home office. That's great. Let's start with that one. Let's do it.
1: So when you think about this, it assumes that you need to do an all or nothing approach, right? Where you're like, if I don't have an office, I can't possibly have an office staff. Incorrect. Just -hmm. because they don't have a physical place to rest doesn't mean that they can't serve your customers on a remote position. Even more so, I bet if you went to your teams right now and said, hey, who would want to work from home? You'd have every hand going up. So when we first started off and we were right in front of an ice cream shop for our shop, we had remote workers. And the benefit was is that they were able to take their time, work in the comfort of their homes. And we were able, all the money that we were able to invest into them didn't have to be distributed to multiple revenue sources. Like this goes to the shop, this goes to the vans. It's like, hey, anything that would have gone, I can overpay this person. And as a result, they'll do better work for me with less overhead cost.
0: Mm. So can I, can I break a bottle God. here? Sorry Please to interrupt. Support. I just have to break a bottle because I'm hearing this question. I've heard it so many times. Well, don't you worry about efficiency? And it's uh, like, no, no, I don't. This is the broken bone. Like, I worry about yeah. you doing the things you shouldn't be doing. That's what I worry about. So let's yeah. solve the efficiency problem later, right? That, that's like getting ahead of ourselves and missing the next shot is not yeah. worthwhile. Let's try to get some tasks delegated so that we can start focusing on the things that need us to move the ball. Yeah,
1: there's actually one particular thing on that, and I'm glad you brought it up. If I've worked and seen multiple organizations of multiple sizes, and some were literally multi-million dollar organizations that still could have been fully remote, but forced everyone to come in because they were so worried about losing the appeared efficiency. Mm. When you look at the results-based approach, which is, are all my customers satisfied? Are all calls currently answered? Are all paperworks and machineries already taken care of? Is my team on board with the vision we're doing? Then who cares what they're doing in that time frame? If every box of their role is checked off, you don't need to watch them for eight hours of the day. You need to trust that they're adults and can get their job done.
0: God, you nailed that. And I love how you say every box of their list is checked off, mm-hmm. implying, hey, a checklist to get this done. Just like, you know what? We shouldn't be shadowing people anyway, right? Like for a bit mm-hmm. of training, sure. But after this is properly delegated, I don't want you guys to be worrying about this anymore. want it off our plate and that checklist idea is a great way to be able to recognize that jobs got done things were accomplished without needing to breathe down someone's neck all day about it Mm -hmm. problem two go for it i'm not sure i can afford this person full time Mm, i
1: love it are you sure that you can afford not to no Because the thought process comes down to, I don't know if I can apply work or have enough work to have this person be paid. Okay. But you do have enough work for you to do it. And if you're doing it, it's keeping you from actually doing the thing that's making you money. So technically, this is the biggest roadblock to you serving your client. Mm Because I know for a fact that if I hired you and I'm hiring Clay Newmeyer to come into my home, DBA. And then every time you're trying to change my panel and the power is off, I hear you having to answer the phone every 15 minutes and you stop working and you stop working and you stop working. And a six hour job now takes 12 hours because it's hard to just stop and go. Mm -hmm. We're not machines. You can click pause and immediately resume. We got to be like, all right, what was I doing? Okay. Landing neutrals. All right, let's go. Phone rings. What was I doing this time? Did I tie in all the arc fault neutrals? Uh, let Let me check. Let me make. Okay, good. Oh, phone rings again. You see how that would break your efficiency and keep mm-hmm. you from, are you being efficient now?
0: I love that, that this question you brought up right away was like, the egg or the chicken, which came first? Yeah. Uh, George Michaels just called. He said, you got to have a little faith. <laughs> like give yourself that leverage to m- manipulate your skills, to be out there customer facing, to bring in more income. Because so many people are waiting for this, like, oh, once the schedule is full enough, or once I get enough calls, once I have enough money, once I have enough nest egg, do you realize how much harder that is to to climb that hill before having this role employed, working for you, helping you with this stuff? Gosh, Joe, I got to say, I'm reflecting back to Dan's interview. He literally said something to this effect. I actually feel... My, my employment at my company is simpler now than it ever was Mm -hmm. with six people, including that CSR, which he hired immediately when he got back involved with us because of the demand, because of the phones, because of all these office things that have just been dragging him down. Otherwise I'd argue if he had done that sooner, could be further along, might've been bigger than just a $1.03 million first year.
1: Yeah. You know, when you have the right infrastructure in place things really start to thrive. But the thing is, is that if you don't recognize when something is going, you won't know when to stop it. And what I mean by that is, if you don't take the leap and hire the CSR, you'll never be able to look at all the efficiency you've gained because you'll still be in the mindset of all the efficiency I'm losing. Mm -hmm. So focus on the right goal and everything will work out. Number three.
0: Hit me. Here's the big one we hear. I don't know that I have enough for them to do full time.
1: That can be like <laughs> the easiest one to handle. I didn't mean to laugh. I'm sorry.
0: No, I know. But, I but it's like a real that. objection that we hear yeah. all the time, right? Humans are notorious for coming up with like how nots. You yeah. know what I need to do. It seems to be working for other people. Yet here I am with all these reasons why it won't work for me.
1: So the argument I would come up with in that person to say, okay, if you had an apprentice, could you find things for them to do? It's like, oh yeah, I'd have them clean the vans. I'd have them sweep the shop. I'd have them do it. Okay, cool. But what about all the things that you'd have to do when you get home? Quote, unquote, when you get home and you're not on the tools, wouldn't it be nice if your apprentice could be able to balance your books? Wouldn't it be nice if your apprentice were able to help manage your work orders or make sure they're pulling parts if necessary or calling the town and getting the permits? You're going to have to do that anyway. But the problem is is that as a business owner, we just assume those are gimmicks. Like, of course, I've got to go and pull the permit. Who else can do it other than me? Mm-hmm. And I got to go get it notarized. Well, I can't have any else of me do it. Oh, I got to make sure I pull the material for this. Well, I mean, naturally, I got to be the one to go to the shop and get it. If you truly had no work for this phone person and you had no calls coming in, they still could have eight hours of work a day. We just have to start being creative in how we're applying their reference. And I assure you that for all of you who are saying, I don't think I have enough work to have them do we're not really thinking of the full picture clearly. No. I know there's enough work for you to hire this person because you're already doing it.
0: 100%. 100%, man. The, uh, I, I have to agree with that. We come up with a list of about a dozen things uh, every time, right? From answering the phones, training, right? Even doing the little things like your time management Uh, Working with your CRM, making sure things are filled out, making sure the schedule is tight, doing the rescheduling, doing the follow up, doing the happy calls, doing warranty calls, answering to club members, reaching out to club members, sending freaking holiday cards and gifts and shit like they could be getting the presents for your kids and wife if that's what you need. But it sounds to me, it seems to me like most of us could use a friend in this department to do all this stuff. Everything you said, plus what I said, plus organic marketing. Think of all the opportunities that are slipping away because we're having trouble being consistent. And then think of paying someone full-time to be consistent for you and what that could do for your business.
1: It's so wild. It's such an insane lever. The closest thing I can compare it to is like you didn't realize you were in first gear. And now suddenly you're able to do a downshift and your whole thing goes back. It's like, Mm -hmm. now I'm able to move. Mm -hmm. Uh, There was
0: actually a fourth problem that I came up with while we were going through this, though. Lay it on me, man. Give me a curveball. Every once in a while, people just seem to get stuck with this. Well, it would be nice if I knew someone. Ah. It it is the first place we look. Of course, it's great to know who's bubbly in your network or have someone that's already close to you that you trust. I agree Mm. with that. But this is not the same as hiring a ticketed electrician. There are a lot of people, a lot of um, young to middle-aged women even, to be more specific, that are looking for that level of income from a potentially remote scenario or a flexible Mm -hmm. even office job. A ton. I think Dorian, who we interviewed on here, um, I saw when he put up his CSR ad the first time, he got like 36 applicants in the first 36 hours. Yeah. Yeah. There is a plethora of people who would love to represent your company. And if you're asking me, it's just most important in this position
1: to put attitude ahead of skill. I would agree with that. It's that you want to hire for the behavior you want to see. And I can teach skills, but it's hard to teach character. Hire the right vessel to fill your knowledge with. Don't find a vessel that has knowledge and you have to put your characteristics into You know what they
0: say? There's no impression like a first impression. Mm -hmm. That means I don't ever want to miss a call. If we can help it, I want to catch every call while it's ringing. If Mm -hmm. we miss it, then I want to be calling back in the next 90 seconds. Like, why are we missing these opportunities? Because that call could be the $300,000 lifetime value. And if you really tracked it down, you might even find, okay, your average lifetime value is maybe $10,000 per client. But if you close at 80%, right, then that means every call is potentially 80%. Every call could be worth $8,000 then. Mm -hmm. Don't just look at the cost per acquisition. Look at the cost of missed opportunity here. Mm -hmm. How do you know that's not your next rockstar client?
1: Go ahead. Additionally, we also have to understand the mindset of the customer when they're dialing. Because it's either they have an immediate problem mm. or they have an immediate desire. Yep. And if they can't hit your number, you know that they're going to look for the next number. So, hey, I called Service Electrical. They didn't answer. Okay, well, who's next on Google? And they're already calling the next person. So I would say call them back before 90 seconds. Because I guarantee within two minutes, they're running the phone with someone else. Totally, man. So why not make it you? Why not you be the person they hire?
0: Yeah. I feel like honestly, as a concept, if our marketing is rocking, if everything's working the way it should, even just organic, no paid ads at all, then people Mm -hmm. recognize what we do and how we do it, meaning in a premium way that we're not a company that lets people down. They know when they call us, we've got the solution. and When we answer the phone, I want to confirm all of their expectations. And when we show up, I want to show up on time with notifications so they know when to expect us. And when we arrive at the door and follow the loop method and everything that we've been talking about leading into the sales process now, I want them to feel the difference the whole way through, including that happy call at the end. One person just can't do all that, Joe.
1: That's not possible. Well, scratch that. Backing up, it is doable by one person but not to the caliber that your customers deserve. I've heard the expression, don't half-ass two things, whole-ass one thing. Mm -hmm. And what that means is really, I'm going to commit to serving at the highest level. And if there are things that are happening that are reducing my ability of doing that one job, I am going to hire a position so that I can focus back on 100% delivery. Definitely,
0: man. That's why that problem three, again, well, I'm not sure I have enough for them to do, What else would they do? A lot of times it's the things you're not able to do yourself. Yeah. How's the follow up game going? What follow up? Right? How's the organic marketing going? Well, I did a post last week. Okay. So that old dog won't hunt, right? So tons of reasons for this. What other reasons are there against? I explore that with you guys. Anyone
1: following? Joe, go ahead, man, if you got something. I got one that some people like to throw, which is, well, I don't think I can afford it yet. Like I physically, like I like, I don't, not that I don't have the money, I don't have the, I don't have the tasks for them to do. Some people say, well, I don't know how to afford it. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just a bootstrapped organization. Does that ever come up on your plate before?
0: Yeah. And we, that was kind of problem one, but I see a slight different angle of yeah. saying like literally, and I think what you're leading to is like a pricing problem here.
1: Correct. Where we're going into and saying, like, for the person that's like, I don't know how I can physically afford to bring on more people. That's where, once again, the first thing we did, we talked about managing your price, and you have to assume for a certain level of growth rate, Mm. because if you've already had the growth built into the rate, then you're already charging what you need to charge to provide that position, which means that should already be in an account ready for you to access. So even if it just means that you're prepared to charge a larger amount before you have to, that in and of itself prepares you to do the thing you actually need to do. So you're going to have the role. You're going to have the reason. You're going to have the delegation. But now knowing that you also have the means of physically funding it, there's no reason now not to hire this position. You got it, man. And that's
0: why you need office leverage now. Do not Mm -hmm. delay. So what actions can someone take today, Joe, to get a move on this? We need a basic end and all-star. What do you want?
1: I can handle both, but I'm cool with whatever one you want. All right. Well, tee
0: up the first one and let's see where that goes. And I'll decide if I want to give you both. All right, sweet.
1: So when it comes down to the basic action, the first thing is who is in your network, right? That's the, there's the lowest hanging fruit, right? So the first evaluation that I would have is either you can one, do an immediate social media post or two, kind of like how, you know, you brought me on. Or two, having the situation where you're going to say, I'm going to directly contact people that are top of mind. I want you to go through all the contacts on your phone and literally just write down names of anyone who could potentially do the job. Not who's perfect for the job, who could potentially do the job. And if you've exhausted your immediate contacts, then you can expand into the all-star action. But basic, bare minimum, something you could do right now, something I could probably even do on this call, is I can pull up contacts, and then I can start putting down names.
0: Mm -hmm. I like it. That's good, man. I want to steal the all-star then. Go for it. Because I want you guys to plan for it. This is what's so important. Just like we mentioned at the end there, like, get this into your pricing. Someone might be thinking right now, what does this position cost? Okay, well, let's just go with somewhere between $20 and $30 an hour even as a starting place you need to factor this into your price, right? So even in the middle, we're going to add $50,000 to your pricing for office staff. The reality is they might not work full-time or you might have to or decide to pay someone a salary no matter what they work. So long as they get that checklist done, it's going to be worth the $50,000. Here's how I'll justify it. What if you make in In As a a result of this position, you're able to spend an extra even, you know what, 10 hours a month in the field. And let's say that's five additional calls that you can run, one a week. And this is like, we're playing conservative ball here, right? Mm -hmm. One a week. And 10% of those not only buy, but they buy at the top couple of tiers. Maybe they're platinum buyers. And let's say that average ticket does work out to $10,000. Didn't we just cover that salary already? In one month.
1: Like, In one month, you covered their yearly salary. It's insane.
0: That's a lot of speculation, but now think about the cost of your time and your energy and your thought and think about this law of open cycles because that's where we're going back to. We said planning, not just pricing. So add the 50K to your price and make it work for this first year. It'll be charged. You got some growth. It'll be Okay. Okay? Mm-hmm. The second piece though is law of open cycles, write down all these things that are over and above your sales process and your install process that aren't serving customers directly, that are marketing, right? That are organization, that are office, that are permits, that are anything we talked about on this episode. Make that open cycle list and decide, right? First you're going to see it, but decide what could I delegate to someone on this list? Because if you don't delegate it and you do not do it, then what's going to happen to your
1: service? It's just going to go down. Because the thing is, you have to do the things and anything you leave open, either you yourself has to fill up or your customer has to pick up the pieces of negligence.
0: Yeah, you're going to cut it out. And overwhelm is a place of inaction. It's likely Mm -hmm. that you're in overwhelm right now if you think about it. Let's zoom out 30,000 feet and look at our situation. Why aren't we taking action yet? Am I in overwhelm? Am I in inaction, stuck in the quicksand, in the mud, so to speak? Ponder that. Take these action items. And just do the thing, right? Get some help with this. If you haven't done it yet, listen to all these interviews have something in common. They've all got a CSR that's rocking their business, helping them make the most of it and make the most of their time as the master electrician who should not be on the phones or in the office in the first place. Gosh, Joe, that's a mouthful. We're clearly very passionate about this. Do you have any last words for electricpreneurs everywhere on why they need this office leverage?
1: Other than just... Get off your butt and just do it now. Like there is no reason that we can't have it. And it's such a key piece that it just makes no sense not to have. So take the actions, listen to the episode. I'll repeat if you have to, but do the thing. I promise you it's worth the effort.
0: Nice. We just made jobs in America, North America. I love it. This has been another episode of Electric Printer Secrets, the electrician's podcast, where we go nuts five days a week, helping you master your sales, simplify your pricing, and deliver premium-level electrical service. If you want to know more about us or the loop method or the things that are going on, engage with us on Facebook, shoot us a message, or go to our website, serviceloopelectrical.com, where you can contact us there and learn a ton more about the movement. We'll talk to you guys soon. Hey, we to see you soon.